Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Faith in You, You, the podcast for everyone. My name is Reverend McKinley Sims, and it has been a week. So I've been behind on some things and offering up space for others to do the words rather than me. So I wanted to offer up in podcast form my sermon from this past week here in Philadelphia. Um, My goal with this podcast was to offer a little bit of love and light in times of darkness to share my story and to reflect on what's going on with me as a Unitarian Universalist and how to make sense of everything that's going on in the world, to ask deep questions and to struggle and to wrestle and to look for light in the darkness. And that is something I feel is very necessary this week after the racially motivated shootings in Kentucky and in Pittsburgh. It's just not a great time for us. So this following uh, audio is from my sermon on Sunday called Draw the Circle Wider. We were celebrating the Earth-Centered Holiday of Samhain, and a lot of Christian imagery made its way in there, uh, ironically enough. And the crossover that we found in the Samhain holiday, this transitional time of the year, was paralleled by my experience in going to a rally in downtown Philadelphia for trans rights that was put on in reaction to and in solidarity with uh, the transgender population here in Philadelphia and across America in reaction to just the absolute buffoonery of trying to erase people from history. So this is the sermon that follows. It is not the sermon that I wrote for that day because uh, of the shooting in Pittsburgh and in Kentucky. And so I had to change a lot of what I was going to say And I just want to point out that I drew a lot on the work of Rebecca Riley Cooper, who wrote an article about transgenderism and said that gender is not a spectrum. It's not a binary, but it's not a spectrum either. So if you Google or do a a search of your choice for Rebecca Riley Cooper and gender is not a spectrum, you'll find this article that I found very enlightening and very challenging and has caused me to read Uh, think the way that I was taught to rethink gender, thinking about it as a binary, only men and women, to thinking of it as a spectrum, to now thinking of it as something more, more mysterious, more powerful. And I use that term in this sermon, and it's something I've fallen in love with, so I hope that you find it meaningful. So please know that we did a rework of the service on the fly to address what everyone was feeling and thinking and grieving together. It was incredibly powerful, and uh, this sermon was something that came more or less from the heart, trying to make sense of what's going on in the world and how to think about things in a different way to draw the circle wider to try and find hope and light in the darkness. So without further ado, here's our sermon from October 28th, Draw the Circle Wider. I was downtown at yet another rally. Seems like rallies or vigils almost every day, every week. It was in the latest response to threats against trans people's rights here in this country. And I went to be in support 
And what I witnessed was a beautiful swath of humanity. There were trans flags, the non-binary flags, different colors, framed against City Hall. It was in Love Park, in front of a sign that proclaims love. It was people with colored hair, Cliff Lee jerseys, and matching dresses. It was combat boots and leather jackets. It was clergy collars and rainbow stoles. It was absolutely beautiful to see this entire spectrum of humanity. There are no two people that were exactly alike. And I think about that a lot when we talk about these lines that I was taught to think in binary terms. Us and them, black and white, here and there, straight lines. Because it's easier to see things that way. It's easier to see the world in terms of black and white, I think. It's simpler that way. You can grasp that as a small child and as an older person. But sometimes there are things that we can grasp that are easy, that we can memorize, that come to us, that when they become so familiar, our mind wanders right over them. Slides right by, doesn't really see what it is. I was reminded of that. We were making this service and we started talking about this prayer called the Lord's Prayer. Bernadette brought up that, you know, it's one of those things that some people just know and you just kind of say it. But do we ever really wrestle with it, grapple with it, struggle with it? And I heard the same message from the prophetic people at this rally for trans rights. They said, hey, we've been here. We're still here. You just didn't see us. Or really see us. The mind just wandered right by. And their message is that we're angry, we're scared, we're here, we're ready to resist, we're ready to fight, and we need your help. We want your help because you are a part of this. So, do you see us? Do you see me? Do you really see me? We say that black lives matter, that trans rights will not be erased. Do we really see? Do we really struggle? Do we really grapple with it? To look into that spectrum. Samhain is this holiday, this festival, the time between times, the time between the equinox and the solstice, a time of transition. Shadows and fading lights, shifting shapes, growing darkness. It's kind of a trans time of the year, I think. A time when you start to take stock of what's been going on the year before and really wrestle with it. To see the spectrum of light as the night gets longer. So I was taught to think of things in binary, right? It could be gender, it could be... Uh, political parties, could be anything. What would happen if we drew the circle wider to think more of like a spectrum? And this is, this is different for me because in my liberal education, I was taught not to think of 
things like gender as a binary. Think of it as a spectrum, right? That we're all somewhere on the spectrum. And I read an article that talked about that is good. It's a step forward. But in some ways, that also erases the individuality of everyone. That if you think of this as a spectrum, right? If it's not a binary, it's a spectrum. Aren't we all non-binary by definition? And so that erases the people who've claimed that title. So start to think of it in a different way. That maybe it's not best to think of it as a spectrum, but gender, like so many things, is like personality. It's a spectrum, yes, but it's not really a binary. It's more like there's many personalities here as there are people in this room. There's many gender expressions as there are people in this room. That the visual is not really a binary with two points or not really a spectrum with two ends. But it's more like this ball that we held. This ball of, I'm going to quote here from Rebecca Riley Cooper because she says it better than I can. This roughly, this, uh, the spectrum analogy does not really work the binary. Cooper offers that there is more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, humany-woomany stuff <laughs> that forms our visual analogy. I have to admit, I like that. I like that it's a little messy. I like that it's not clean. All right, so we were thinking about this, and interestingly, there's actually a corollary from my tradition from the Christian tradition that talks about what the divine is, the trinity, which is this bonkers concept that still doesn't make sense to me, and I have a master's of divinity from a Christian seminary. <laughs> but it's the idea that, that the divine and the human are intermingled. The Greek word is the hypostatic union, right? That it's, there's not clear boundaries, there's not clear definitions, there's not solid lines, that everything's just kind of mingled one on top of the other, all together like our joys and our sorrows in times of darkness. It's the most human thing I could think of to not really be able to pick out just one emotion that's going on in your life. That there's all these things that are happening all the time that we feel pulled in different directions. And it's not just a spectrum, though there is a spectrum to it. I like that. So it's got me thinking about what if we draw the circle a little wider, if we expand how we think about things. If we lean into the stuff that's a little difficult to wrestle with, to grapple with, to struggle with, to see, to really see for what it is. Social ethicist James Luther Adams wrote that religious liberals had a choice to make, kind of a binary it starts out as a binary, but it's more like a, a hypostatic union, I think. He said, religious liberals need to have our imaginations queered up a little bit. It's not his word, it's my word. To think about the old dichotomy of religion as either a religion of the head or a religion of the heart. Back in the day, there was the universalists, which were stereotyped as the heart, touchy, feely, humany, womany stuff, and the Unitarians that were the frozen chosen all about the head. <laughs> and that's not entirely right either. Right? If you look into the history, that's not entirely right either. But that drawing of the line, it's kind of what we do as humans. 
So JLA, as we call him, Adam said that we need to, to rethink what it is, that it's not these blurred lines, that we need to have both, and we need to come up with this new way of being, this new kind of religious liberalism. If we draw the circle a little bit wider to wrestle with it, to wrestle with what it means to live this religious liberal faith that sometimes asks us to turn the power structures on its head, to hold that intention, to be a church that wants to be multicultural, multi-religious, multi-ethnic, but has a young, white, straight Christian minister. Something we got to live with. <laughs> right? It's something I live with. I'm entirely serious. It's something I live with and walk with because if I don't live with it, recognize it, own it, then I'm not really seeing anyone else because that's what I've been taught. I'm only supposed to see people like me. We've got to wrestle with it. It's something I've been thinking about after a wonderful conversation that asked me to try and turn the power structure on its head. And yet there are times when the familiar and the comfortable are what we need to come back together in times like this. So in this ball of wobbly, bubbly, humany, woomany stuff, in this hypostatic union of joys and sorrows, the divine and the human, anger, fear, joy, and light, we hold it together by being together. You can't do it alone. It doesn't make sense to try and do it alone. It's my favorite part about this idea of the Trinity, that it is a community. It's not just one, but also three. It's a wider circle than you originally think. So, this difference and theology that we might have, difference in gender that we might have, difference in tradition, difference in ethnicity. All these boxes that we can label one another with. I wonder if drawing the circle wider means to look beyond the boxes. To see, to really see. To not shy away from, but to wrestle with what is going on in the life of the person next to you. What is going on inside of me? Can we share that together to find some kind of resolution? It's kind of weird that we're a little bit heavy on Christian imagery when we're talking about Samhain, this Gaelic Scottish festival, but I find the crossover because uh, there's a story from the Jesus tradition that talks about the first will be last and the last will be first. Turning the power structure on its head, drawing the circle a little wider. Not thinking in terms of clean lines, boundaries, but expanding. You think, well, that doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? The first will be last and the last will be first. And I think what it means is that we are taught to think in these boxes. The people who look like me, talk like me. Ministers with privilege, men with privilege, white folks with privilege. Always expected to be first. So what would it look like here if we turn that on its head? I don't have an answer. What would it look like to expand our thinking a little bit? 
to rethink the way that we do some things, to reimagine how we might do things, and still find a way to come back together and be one community. To rethink this whole idea of boxes and labels and a spectrum and a binary, instead to just dive deep into the wubbly-bubbly, humany-woomany stuff. You know? I find it interesting that the idea of the co-mingled divine and human together seems to flow through many religious traditions. I find that very powerful. I find it powerful when we form a circle and we have the energy to light up a ball. I find it powerful that the smiles of the kids pierce through the darkness that I was feeling before the service. And I find that I'm feeling a little bit better now. And I don't know how I feel when I walk out the door. I don't know how I feel tomorrow. But I am grateful for what we have here. So I want to ask us to think about how we might draw the circle wider. To not let labels define, but to see, to really see the people next to us and ourselves. When we call the directions, ask us to reawaken the heart within to the deepest love. That which is most central, the time before the time. To reimagine what was and what could be again. So in this trans time of the year, when our siblings are under attack, we could find ways to come back together. I hope that we can reimagine, see in a new way, to have our eyes opened by the light of the Samhain cauldron, to have guardians help for a world that yet may be. And if we are willing to think beyond the binary, to think beyond boxes, to think beyond even the spectrum, to be in favor of seeing humanity within each of us, and to struggle together. If we can work to promote and benefit widening the circle so that all who cross over might be transformed. Maybe that's a change in the world we can work with. May that be so. Amen. So that's it. Inelegantly stated, but spoken from the heart. I welcome any feedback, any pushback, anyone who's looking to reach out and just needs a listening ear, feel free to contact me. You can reach me on my blog, uuministry.com backslash McKinley Sims, or on Twitter at McKinley L. Sims, or you can email me, McKinley L. Sims at gmail.com. Grace and peace, friends. Oh,